0: Hey, welcome to the More Life, Less Drama podcast. I'm your host, Prue Sulisic, and I'm here to lead you to a more fulfilling and peaceful life. This is not some fancy podcast bringing you extraordinary stories. I'm just here keeping it real, raw, and honest, so you know it's possible for you too. I want you to know yourself so well, nothing stands in your way. So let's get to it, life is waiting. Wow! Well, hello, beautiful friends. Well, I'm sitting here and it's hilarious because I am so happy that podcasts are just audio. Well, for the time being, they're just audio because I have plans in the future for these podcast episodes to actually stream, not stream live, but be recorded in video as well. But for today, I'm very happy it's not because I literally look like Monica in Barbados when she... Yeah, when the hair is so frizzy because of the humidity, well, that's what I look like today. (laughs) If anybody knows me, my hair, I usually straighten my hair and so it looks like it's straight, but it is not straight and it is just frizzy. It just looks like a big ball of fluff right now. I look hilarious. I've definitely got a bit of body going on in my hair. So if anybody can relate, let me know. I wish I had straight hair. That would be just so much easier. Those people with dead straight hair, that just looks so simple. Anyway, we always want what we don't have, right? So we're up to episode 37 of the More Life, Less Drama podcast, and I'm still recording these episodes from my little holiday destination, which is down in Burley at my dad's place. Today I'm recording in my dad's office which is another new location. I did record it in his walk-in wardrobe a couple of weeks ago. And I tell you what, the acoustics in there is just so good. And I would love to have the acoustics of the walk-in wardrobe like my dad has in his, yeah, in his wardrobe. So you never know what's going to come to you. I might be coming to you from my dad's wardrobe from now on. <laughs> anyway. I'm being lighthearted because the topic that I'm going to go through today is actually quite vulnerable, I suppose, and more personal. And yeah, it actually, I can feel those tingles in my nose already with emotion. So it's going to be one of those topics where it's, yeah, it's personal, it's emotional, and I'm bringing it to you because... I feel it's important. I feel it's important to talk about and we can, you know, skirt around issues and talk about abstract type of issues, but really on the more lifeless drama podcast, we're here to talk about real issues, like real everyday things that people are going through. And what's the best example of that is someone like me that's willing to share and actually Allow you to process your own emotion from maybe a place or a circumstance that's similar to mine. I'm just here again to show you that I'm ordinary, I'm just I'm just a person showing up in the world and really, really hoping to help you on your journey through growth, particularly from this episode through your own healing. And it's not a word that I use often and in the past, I would never say that word, like as in healing wounds of our soul or anything like that. That just sounded so cringeworthy to me. And the older I get, the more I realize how important this conversation is. And the more that you get to know yourself, the more stuff comes up. Because in my oblivious past, when I just pretended everything was fine and Pretty much just everything was surface level. I yeah, I was I was just doing that. I was pretending we are more than just surface level and we are deep feeling human beings with connections to emotions and energy beyond us. And yeah, we have to go through this. Like this is the ascension of the soul. And if we don't go through it, then we are not allowing ourselves to grow and to expand. And I really want every one of you to grow and expand. I don't want you to settle for where you are right now, even if it feels comfortable. Actually, if you feel comfortable, it's even more reason to allow this growth and expansion. And with the growth and expansion comes a lot of emotions and vibrations that actually don't feel super comfortable that you work through. And I always think of that, The song Going on a Bear Hunt, or the book, it's actually a book, it's a kid's book, where they go on a bear hunt and, you know, they come to all sorts of obstacles and they say, you know, you can't go over it, you can't go under it, you've got to go through it. That's exactly the same with any sort of growth and especially internal growth, you have to go through it. There is no going around it, there is no going over it, there's no going under it, you literally have to just buckle up and just go through things. And go through things looks different for many people because we all have different circumstances. You know, something that is going on for you right now might feel really hard. And if you explain to somebody, you know, how you're feeling, people might not get it. Like people might not understand. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that your emotions about that particular circumstance are any less valid because every emotion is valid. And I want you to hear that. I want you to really hear when I say that to you is that every emotion you feel is valid. If it comes up, there is a meaning behind it and you are thinking something that is getting you into that emotion and emotions are made to be felt, not problem solved. We don't problem solve emotions. We, we just feel emotions. Yeah, I've been I've been going through it just in the last couple of days actually. It hasn't even been that long up until a couple of days ago. I was I was right as rain. I if you asked me, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm great. (laughs) Things are going well. And then I can't even really explain to you what happened. But then I'm going through this time where it's like, oh wow, like I'm processing some stuff that is coming up. Like I just want to say like the details of what i'm going through is not really important it's not if you follow along you know that i think that circumstances are all neutral and so whatever the circumstance is it's neutral it's only what i'm i'm making it mean in my own mind that gives it gives it meaning and then gives myself the emotion again the the topic of this is seriously not as important as the topic itself and the topic basically for this episode is three things. Yeah, I had a really great in-depth conversation with my husband today about it when we were out and about and we were just talking about this and it just made me realize it's like, yeah, I've got to talk about this. Like this is something that people are going through as well and would be really, it would be really helpful to share with you. So that's why I'm sharing. And the topic itself is happiness, contentment and expectation. And they all, I feel, at this moment in my life are all like, if you think of a Venn diagram, they're all overlapping right now. And I just had to sit with myself over the last day and just process through what what all these things mean to me. So what does happiness mean to me? What does contentment mean to me? And contentment isn't even a word that has been in my peripheral at all over the last little while. It's just been It's like I've ignored it and expectation. So expectation has been there and I have been wondering about it and thinking about it, but I wasn't really getting it until the last couple of days. There is something shifting. And I'm sure if my friend Donna Lee was on here, she'd be like, yes, well, there's no doubt about that. The energy of the universe is shifting. There's a whole lot of stuff going on and she, if you follow along with her, she will talk into that more. And she actually, and this is a shout out to Donnelly, she actually does a Sacred Sunday reading now as of last week on her Facebook page. And she talks all about the energy. So I would recommend getting on and listening to her. But the universal energy is shifting. And I could be growing. Actually, it's not could be. I'm definitely growing. I'm definitely moving through something right now. And, Jesus, look. It could be me, but I know it's not just me because, as I said earlier, it is always bigger than just me and it's always bigger than just you. But so what happens is when things actually get to this point, a few things happen to me and you might be able to relate, and this is why I'm bringing you this story because I want you to be able to relate to this story and for it to help you in some way, for you to hear my story and how I'm processing the emotions and processing the thoughts that are coming up through all the circumstances, for you to be able to do the same. Because in all the things I teach, this is the bare basics of what I teach always. It's always allowing your emotions instead of resisting. It's always processing through things, allowing emotions to leave your body. Because if you don't let them leave your body, they will stay there. And eventually they'll make you sick physically. So what you can relate to maybe is these things that happen to me when stuff comes up, when I'm feeling like a burden of emotional stuff on me, like it feels like a weight on me. That's what it feels like to start with. And what happens is I get triggered by the smallest things. Like you might have the same as well. So someone will say something to you and potentially they could be saying something nice and you actually take it and it triggers the absolute hell out of you. You you find yourself thinking about what that person said over and over and over again. And you're like, why can't I stop thinking about that? Why is that making me feel so shit right now? Like, what is it? And so being triggered by something is just your brain's way of saying, hey, like, this is something that's come up. You might want to look at, look at this. Like this something that this is something that needs to be resolved right now. And for the last thirty years, whatever that trigger was might't have triggered you in the past. But for that particular moment, it did, and therefore it's your unconscious mind telling you that you need to look at this. Just have a look, see what it's actually telling you. See what it's trying to teach you. When I get triggered, what happens is, Well, I get emotional to start with. Like, I find my, I find I can feel myself like clamming up, and internally I'm defensive, yet on the outside I'm submissive. I want to say so. As much as I'm screaming internally that I don't agree with you, that I think a different way, my external world basically just shuts down. So I'm sure psychologists would say that's the freeze effect. So I would freeze, yet internally I'm like having all this internal chatter. And so that's what happens. And then I get to the part where I just like question the shit out of myself. I'm like, maybe they're right. Like maybe I'm doing everything wrong. Why do I think this about me? Or, you know, who am I to think that I can do X, Y, and Z? Or whatever the topic is, and again, the topic does not matter. It really doesn't. Even the person that triggers you actually doesn't matter, because in my world, I'm really practicing showing up and leaning into. That is all neutral. It really is, because it's it's only ever the story that I put on it that creates my feelings around it. So I get triggered by the smallest things. I question myself. And then I sit in this weird ass energy and I'm like back and forward. And when I was talking to Joel, this energy, I managed to articulate it, God knows how, because, you know, sometimes it's like outwardly talking about stuff really helps. So, which is why the podcast really helps me right now as well. And hopefully it's helping you is that what I realized was that weird energy that I'm feeling, it's that it's what they call cognitive dissonance. It's like when you believe something to be true, like a belief system, and then you also believe like the polar opposite of that truth as well. And you're holding those two things and you just feel so freaking weird. It's like how can I believe the two things that are opposite of each other? I believe this, yet on the far end of the other spectrum, I also believe this. And it just, it makes your brain just go super crazy. And I just want you to know that that's, it's good. It's brilliant that this is happening. It's because once upon a time, that belief system that you had, that you were holding for all that time that was keeping you safe and keeping you in, you know, a space of, comfort and just safety, you are actually transcending. You are growing and you are moving into somebody that you are choosing to be rather than just holding on to the beliefs of the past and the person that was influenced by people around you. That's the pain. That's the weird energy. And as much as it feels terrible, it is fantastic. And it's just then allowing yourself to go through that process and God knows how long this is going to take. Sometimes it's really quick and other times it can be slow and tedious. And just as a side note, when it's slow and tedious like this, because I feel the process I'm going through right now is the slow and tedious part, it's like the old belief is so ingrained in me and it's like I'm... (laughs) pulling it out of my soul and believing this new thing that it is so attached to me that it feels really painful. And the belief that I lean into at this time that really helps me is that it's okay if I've got to actively think intentionally about this forever. If I've got to work on this forever, it's worth it because I fully believe that I am worth it. I am worth all that work and all that pain and suffering to get to who I truly am on the other side, I believe I am worth it. That allows me to hold it like steadfast into these new beliefs that I'm actively pursuing to believe. It's it's not it's not fun, my friends. And you are also going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I hope by that me talking about this is just allowing you in to see that this is a natural part of the human existence. Like we are meant to feel all of this. We are not meant to stay the same. We are not meant to be the people that we were 20 years ago today. Even a year ago, even six months ago, we are not meant to be the same. Yet we have been told over and over that it's it's better to play it safe, right? Because, you know, risk is, or well, risk is risky, <laughs> You don't want to change too much because what? What if you know all the what ifs come out? I'm really thankful that, however hard and long this goes on for, that I know that I've got the tools to actually pull out and use in these moments. It is something that I'm so passionate about teaching other people too because I don't want to see people thinking that it's not okay to change. I want you to know it's okay to change, and I have already made a podcast about this. I have. I just am going to keep banging on about it because I just love the fact that we get to choose. We get to choose who we are. To not be so cryptic about what I'm going through, I feel that many of you are going to be in the same situation as well. And I just want to make it one of those things that's like we don't have to have a drama about it. We can actually just bring it to the forefront and just work through it openly and honestly without actually hiding it and feeling shameful about what we're going through. So what's going on is that as a 46-year-old woman, it's an interesting time when you start changing how you think about your parents. I'm lucky enough to have both my parents still around. I love both my parents too. They're both amazing humans. And the end is things are changing. Things are about the dynamic of our relationship because I'm changing. Like things in our, in my parents and my relationship can't stay the same because I'm not staying the same. And it's not about, it's not particularly what I, it's not about what I think about them. Like that's not the thing. It's actually more about how I think about myself in the relationship with them. And I have so many conversations with clients about this. So that's why it's important to bring it up because I know we all have parents. We all have influences from our past. And some of them are not serving us anymore. And that's okay. And it's okay for our relationships from our past to change. So that's what's happening. My parents won't even know about this change. (laughs) Like It's not something that I'm sitting down talking to them about, but it's about this internal change for me. So it's me navigating the new idea of how I live in the world with my parents and how I think about myself as part of that dynamic. It's just an interesting space to be as a woman who's 46 year old, like I said, and is just going through this process now. Like you think I would have gone through it like long ago, but I'm not. I'm doing it right now, which means it's the time for me to do it. It comes up now because I'm ready to witness and to navigate myself through this process. You can't force these things. You can't be like, okay, I'm 25 now. I think I need to reassess my relationship with my parents. <laughs> it just doesn't happen that way. This comes up when you're ready to process it through and when you've got to a point where you're you're changing and you need, you know, this growth to get you to the next level. And that's the important bit. So when I'm going through anything hard, like and this is hard internally, it's not hard externally, it's just hard internally for me the, when you're going through any change, it's because we're going to another level. It's because we're resolving these things in our mind. And so we can grow personally, internally, and then we're transcending to the next level of consciousness. That's what it's all about. Believe me, I don't know much about this sort of stuff. I just know that that's happening. (laughs) It actually makes me feel better to know that's happening because, and to put that into words like that, because if I'm just like thinking to myself, you know what, this is just shit, everything feels like shit, what's going on, like, you know, why is this so hard when it's always been so easy? And if I was in confusion about it and didn't have, like, a solid foundation and understanding about what's actually happening, well, the hard times are going to feel so much harder. So knowing and having a process of it's like, okay, this is happening because it's really helpful. So I'm hoping that you can adopt that theory as well. And it will help you go through anything that you're going through as well. And so I just just want to make note that anything that I share about any topic like this, it's my own thoughts, my own processing, and it's got nothing to do with anybody else. Like literally it has nothing to do, even though I'm processing my relationship with how I feel with my parents, it doesn't have anything to do with my parents, like as individuals. It's all to do with me. As somebody that takes full responsibility for this, uh, like for themselves, My it's my thoughts, it's my feelings, my actions and my results of life that I'm focusing on. If I was focusing on them, if, if I wanted them to change, that's not living what I think to be true is that what everybody is has to be self-responsible or is self-responsible for all of those things. And I literally can't change anybody. The 100% of people I can control is me. That's it. I think that's a quote from John Acuff, and it is so true. Anytime that I'm thinking to myself, I just wish that this person would do that, or I wish they'd be like this, or why do they have to be that way, or why can't I just be like this? I've got to remind myself, it's like, oh, that's right. I'm the 100% of the people that I get to control, and that's okay it actually takes a lot of pressure off because it's like, oh, I don't have to like, control everybody else. <laughs> I can just control me, which, yeah, okay, that sometimes feels hard, but it's actually, yeah, it feels really freeing as well when you know that you're the only person that you can control. So, yeah, so anytime that anything comes up like this for you, I want you to lean in and practice that as well. It's like, oh, that's right. I'm the only person I control if I want and feel myself wanting others to change, then how can I point the finger back on myself and how do I want myself to change in this circumstance? So back to the three things I was going to talk into, and it was happiness, contentment, and expectation. Those three things, like I said, the Venn diagram, they're all tying together, and it starts with the expectation. And what sparks something in me, like a, a growth moment in me, is when something happens and i realize that I'm still living by somebody else's expectation of me. And it's like, oh, wait there. Like, is that even mine? Like, am I, like the things that I'm shooting all over myself, like I should be doing this, I should be doing that. Is that even mine? Is that expectation even mine? Or is that borrowed from somebody else from a past life (laughs) and, you know, a past version of me and I'm still carrying it around? Like, like a backpack of these are the things that I should be doing and it's weighing me down. Like that backpack full of all the shoulds is weighing me down and it just gives me a moment to be able to be like, oh, actually, and maybe I can unload that. Maybe I can just like take my backpack off and just like leave it there and be free from the expectation of others and walk my own path, like race my own race not always somebody else's and so yeah when like school holidays it happens to me a lot you know when I'm yeah I'm just like not chilling out I don't want to say that I'm chilling out because I'm not that chill (laughs) I'm chill but I'm not that chill I'm also doing a lot of stuff I'm working and stuff but then I'm not going on a holiday firstly I'm leaving my house, yes, but I'm not actively pursuing a holiday. We're not taking time off. We're not like shutting down our work. We're not doing anything. I'm not doing anything like that that looks like a complete shut off from the structures of my work life or whatever. Then that expectation in my own brain is like, oh, you should be having time off. You should be spending more time with the kids. You should be, you know, enjoying some downtime and just chilling. Yeah, it's interesting because I just don't want to chill. I want to do some stuff. Like I'm really excited to do what I'm doing. And I also think I should be relaxing and chilling out and following somebody else's rule book about what that looks like. You might relate to this. You might want to be really abundant and doing lots of of things that you would normally do in times where other people are just relaxing or going on holiday and you have that guilt wash over you. Like I had a real case of mum guilt the other day and it was intense. Yeah, it's been an interesting couple of weeks because I've been so focused on my work and then I have all these shoulds on me and then I'm thinking to myself, well, I should be actually spending more time with the kids doing all these things. I should be spending more time with Joel doing all this sort of stuff and I should be spending time doing all the stuff for work. And therefore, guess what's happening? I'm freaking not doing anything great. Everything's half assed I'm not present when I'm doing the things with the family. I'm not focused when I'm doing my work. So everything's half assed And it's because I've got these expectations of me put on by myself of the perception from others. You might relate to that. It's just been a real interesting wake-up call for me. And it's like, oh, okay, then I can actually take that backpack off now. I'm just like choosing to take the backpack off. And it just leaves me feeling really shit about myself and like I'm a bad parent and like I'm a bad business owner and a bad wife and not doing anything well. Yet if I was just allowing myself to flow freely within myself, I don't think I'd be carrying so much guilt around. And so then there's the the next circle in the Venn diagram, which is contentment. This has just hit me like a ton of bricks over the last couple of days. Like now it feels like there's like flashing neon lights <laughs> on this word contentment. Yet before I had literally just blocked it out. I was using the word happiness, like, oh, I am happy, like because I am. Yet I had this like churning of desire for more. And you might be able to relate to this too. It's like this: I do want more, and I'm allowed to want more. And you get really like justified about it. It's like I'm allowed to want more. And then something hit me like a ton of books a couple of days ago about this word contentment. It actually has got nothing to do with happiness. I was like, oh wow! Like this is this is a big part of what I'm processing right now. This contentment, and it's not gratitude and it's not being grateful for stuff, it's contentment. It's a a different feeling. If you feel it for yourself what contentment feels like, it's to me like this similar of like peacefulness melded with achievement. That might sound strange, but then if you knew what my driving force behind a lot of stuff is, which is achievement, and it's not external validation achievement, it's internal validation achievement, you would understand that discontentment and achievement is like melded together. And so when I'm striving for stuff and I'm not feeling that internal validation that I'm doing enough, I'm left feeling discontent. It's interesting because I've always looked at my husband and thought and wondered, and even actually, look, I'm just going to be honest and say I've judged him for not having more not having more ideas to push forward on and like to strive for because i've always had stuff that i'm striving for i want this i want that i want to achieve this i want to achieve that and i can t- i can understand why he feels exhausted with me sometimes because i'm relentless when it comes to this sort of stuff and he must think that i'm never happy yet happiness is a different part of the equation altogether because i am freaking happy i'm so happy Yet the contentment is, when I was explaining it to Joel today, and I wish you could see my hand movement, it's like a slight wave. It's like instead of a straight line, which is what Joel is, he's like this straight line of contentment. He feels he's very satisfied with life and content with his life. And me, I'm like up and down. And I'm not like a mega up and down, like really highs and lows. I'm just like this nice even flow of like, content, not content, content, not content, you know, this wave. I was like, oh, no wonder. I get it now. I get why I'm attaching it to happiness. And once I've, like, detached it from the happiness part, I'm like, oh, I get it. The attachment to internal achievement and, like, self-validation is really important to me. Yeah, it, it just hit me like a ton of bricks that that is the actual thing that, I'm working on it's not the happiness like I said super happy it is also the expectation I'm trying to take that backpack off of the expectation of others but it is also a big part of this contentment you know my work is it's like okay what would make me content <laughs> so it's a question I'm working on so as you can see so you put all the, the Venn diagram together and maybe it the part in the middle that is overlapping is like wholeness, or not—it's not worthiness because I believe that about myself already. But it's maybe wholeness, maybe it's peace. Don't really know yet. I can't give you that answer. I'll—I'll uh, I'll get back to you on that one. I wanted to bring this to you because the whole idea around the expectation of others and also yourself that you might have adopted from others is. Something that could be weighing you down and keeping you in a cycle of, you know, unhappiness or discontent. And it's something that you could just possibly bring up and figure out if that's what's happening for you. Then, yeah, the contentedness, if that's the word, I think it is. And yeah, looking at that too, like, what, how does that look in your life? Are you content with life? Do you feel content often? Are you the, like, like the straight line or are you the small wave or are you like a huge, like, up and down dip of to or not. And then the last piece is that happiness. And the, the best part of this story, the whole story, is that you don't have to have all these other things to be happy. You can literally have nothing else and still be happy. And, yeah, I, I feel that that is true for me. And so if it is true for me, it is definitely true for you and can be true for you if you're struggling in that area right now. I know this is a ranting podcast. I really do. I really know that I'm ranting on and you might be already paused and like, okay, Prue, you're going on too much. The best part of this is that it's just teaching you to process externally, process and analyze your thoughts and your feelings and know that you are completely worthy just as you are and that it's all for a purpose, like a higher purpose It's beyond you. And the best way to do this is do exactly what I did, which is thought downloads. Like I'm feeling all the emotions. I was so teary last night and having a moment of, yeah, just couldn't stop the tears like running out of my eyeballs (laughs) and not making it a problem. I wasn't sitting there being sad that I was sad. I'm like, ah, I was being curious actually. What I was doing is being curious that I was sad, it's like, geez, like this is interesting. What is going on right now for me that's coming up that I maybe need to work on? And then the next step is a thought download. So it didn't happen straight away. Like I left it for most of the day today and it was only when I came back and felt like I'd sort of processed internally a little bit and then had a bit of an external process with Joel via a conversation that I came back and then I just got my pen and paper out and I just wrote a heap of stuff on the paper. Yeah, it's just like getting the thoughts out of your head because the thoughts aren't true. The thoughts are just in sentences in your mind that you're attaching meaning to. And so once you get the thought download out, it's like so easy to see, like I completely get it, why I'm feeling frustrated or sad or angry or disappointed or whatever the feelings are that you're processing. It is so blatantly obvious when you get them on paper. Sometimes that's as much as you need to do. Or the next thing is to do what I call models, which is what I teach in all my, in my coaching. And yeah, it's taught by Book Castillo from the Life Coach School, like doing models about our life is just so great for our awareness. And it'll allow you just to understand what thoughts are creating your feelings. So what actions are being driven from those feelings and therefore what the results in your life are because of all of those. Your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. And it just makes so much sense once you process through. That's the important part. It's like processing through the emotions, understanding it, understanding yourself so well that you can actually let those emotions go. Once I got to the end of my thought download today, like I asked myself some really powerful questions. And if you want to know those questions, just send me a message and say, I'll have the questions, please, Prue, because powerful questions. Are definitely the way to problem solve all these things. I got to the end and I was like, so, you know, what is it that I want to learn out of this? Because I choose the learning. I put the meaning on the learning of this. Nobody else does. And then you get to choose how you'd like to show up and move forward. That's where I'm at. That's where we are at right now. And I really wanted to share this podcast with you with this information because I think it's important to hear somebody just processing emotion, processing something that feels really heavy and hard and knowing that they can actually show up and get through it. So I really hope this helps you and it makes some sort of sense. (laughs) For many of you, it might not. Maybe you're not ready to hear this information yet and that's okay. But for those of you that heard me talk about this and is like, yes, I really need to hear this right now. I need to hear that relationships change and my thoughts about the relationships are changing and it's okay because we are meant to. I really am very happy that I shared this story with you. And yeah, thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you next week. Have a great day, my friends. Bye. Thanks for listening to more Life Less Drama. All the details of this podcast can be found in the show notes on my website. And if you want to take your growth to the next level, I invite you to become part of my membership program, Be Unshakeable, where we take this information and dive headfirst into putting it into action. Go to www.head-coach.com.au for all the details. Until next week.